H-I-O. The Browns win. Victory Monday. That means it's hang on sloopy time, baby. On the doghouse, your inside look at the Cleveland Browns. On SB Nation's dogs by nature. Have you caught your breath? Have you caught your breath for that one, folks? Holy cow. Browns going to Dallas. They light up them cowboys. And Matt, we're three and one, dude. We're three and freaking one. Let's go. How you doing? Doing pretty well, Andy. How about you? Man, I felt exhausted in the best possible way from that game. Because you kind of felt, you knew the Cowboys could score in bunches, but they're up by so much. Then 24 fourth quarter points. And you know what, man? Hey, we've ragged on him and he's deserved it. (laughs) Odell, by God, Beckham Jr. Oh, that's the OBJ you traded for. That is the Odell Beckham Jr., the superstar that everybody expected when he came. And, oh, man, did he show up and show out. That was absolutely unreal across the board on that offense. That was insane. 49-38. 49 points. Wow. Yeah, it was a great performance. Uh, I thought Baker's comments after the game were quite interesting when he said, "We, we can score when we need to. And it's like, well, you you can against certain teams, but you you missed that part of the meeting earlier this year <laughs> against the Ravens. So yeah. I don't yeah. think you're quite there yet, but you're definitely taking steps in the right We're getting direction. There. I mean, 30, 30 or more points in three straight games, I can't tell you the last time that happened. Well, Matt, they said it was like the first time since like 1968. 19, not even in the Bernie and years. I think and I think it was the first time in franchise history that they had three different players run for at least 70 yards. Wow. That's never happened before. Wow. And keep in mind, the, the running backs that the Browns have had <laughs> over the years, pretty incredible. Yeah, all-timers, absolutely. Yeah, really, and how about this? Now, we'll get to this, this news in a sec, but the Ernest Johnson led the way in rushing with 95 yards, OBJ was 73 on that absolutely gorgeous fourth quarter. Could have been a loss of 15. Dude turns it into a 50-yard touchdown. Kareem Hunt also with 71. Uh, That's all good. Let's get the bat out of the way, Matt. Nick Chubb, MRI coming back, MCL sprain. He's going to miss several weeks. They're talking probably six. And we know Nick Chubb will hustle to get back sooner than that. But that is uh, so unfortunate with just the character, the man, the human that Nick Chubb is off the field and on the field. Just a, the, the ultimate lead-by-example guy. To lose him, obviously, is a is a tremendous blow to this team. So he'll be—sounds like he plans to be back uh, by near the end of the season. But uh, he'll be gone for at least six. Yeah, not not a good uh, news update, unfortunately. Uh... I don't think anybody uh, expected anything but a, a substantial injury, knowing how tough Nick Chubb is and how he's always the guy that's working hard to get back and and do things for the team. When he went down, you saw the look on the teammates' faces. Yeah. Even they knew this wasn't good. And uh, losing him, it's not the worst that could have happened. Um Timing of it's not great. There's no such thing as good timing on injuries. Hopefully, though, he just attacks the rehab the same way he attacks the opposing defenses, and we'll get him back sooner rather than later. But you don't you don't want him to come back too quick because no. you don't want 
him to re-aggravate anything. There's no real need for him to come back so so quickly right now, at least in my opinion, because you do have depth at that position more so than you do going into yesterday because of the performance that Deirdre Johnson had. But uh, that all gives you a little bit of confidence that maybe they can stem the tide with the, until Nick Chubb comes back. And if I'm looking at the schedule here, Matt, that would end of six weeks uh, would bring him back for the seventh missed game would be against the Eagles on November 22nd. You got the Jaguars after that. And that's, that's a, a prime part of the Browns schedule. So hopefully Cleveland is right at or near the top of the AFC North and in a wild card position. And if he can come back a hundred percent, Matt, you're going to get a, you're going to get the arguably the best rusher in football back with fresh legs at the end of November. Oh, that's, that would be something if, if you could do that and then sprinkle him in with, of course, Kareem Hunt and uh, Dernis Johnson, whatever else happens uh, during that time period. Yeah, you're almost getting somebody back like through a trade almost yeah, yeah, when yeah. Nick Chubb comes back into the lineup. You're getting a top quality guy, um, a guy you know that you can count on and that he's going to be able to make some plays for you. You, It just it, it kind of sours the victory a little, mm. little bit because you know how important Chubb is to that team. You just hope that they can overcome it and – it, it does kind of sting that he'll miss at least one Steeler game yeah. and and the rematch against the Bengals because I'd like to see what he can do against the Steelers with a full complement of skilled players around him. And unfortunately, we won't see that until later in the year, if at all this year. So hopefully for him, he just does what he has to do and – We'll see him back soon. Uh, I don't want to throw too much water on the victory because these, as we know, are, are very precious commodities. But <laughs> the victory unfortunately, yesterday's came at a pretty hefty price. Right. Now, the good thing is, of course, that offensive line is is looking all world. Like, Wyatt Teller's just a man beast, that whole line. So where you can put the Ernest Johnson. And what a cool story. Before he got to, back to the NFL, he was a, a fisherman. He was fishing for mahi-mahi. Like, talk about your your work boots dude who's going to appreciate every second. So you have Kareem Hunt, who we know what he can do. Th- two touchdowns yesterday uh, was was just remarkable. Um, Johnson had 95 yards. So y- y- while Dernus Johnson is certainly no Nick Chubb, it looked like anyway, like he looked really good in that line, and he looked quick. And, and so hopefully it's enough where you can have him and then, then sprinkle in some uh, Dontrell Hilliard as well, and really just make it a a big group back there and and dominate. Because Matt, that O line yesterday again was just just sensational. And the Dallas defense, they, they really suck. Like they got they got so much fun on offense. They're great for fantasy football, but that defense is worse than ours. Three hundred and seven yards rushing yesterday. Ooh. That's what the Browns had. That's what the Cowboys gave up. Yes, that is absolutely unbelievable uh numbers to to be able to impose your will like that you have to have a ridiculously talented offensive line that executes to a t and i really think we saw that yesterday those guys worked their tails off and they opened some monster holes for the running backs regardless of who it was yeah and And you have you have to 
give them a good bit of the credit for being able to pull off that win yesterday. You sure do. And, and look, Matt, I don't know if we give enough credit to Kevin Stefanski. Uh, the game calling, the poise, the calm, the professionalism, like this, you know, I'm knocking on, I'm knocking on wood in the house. Instead of what we're used to. Dude, like this is, can you think of a better play caller that the Browns have had since 99? Like, like who, who was also a head coach? Like we've had like Chud, I thought was did a great job in 2007, of course. But as a head coach, everybody else has fallen on their face when they've taken play calling duties. Like Stefanski is just, it's that selfishness, that collaboration, which was that the annoying buzzwords. But man, it seems like it's true. Like he's actually leading on assistance. He's not like ego, like Fred, like, oh, no, I'm doing it my way. He, he's not afraid to lean on people. And boy, man, like they, they, the Browns are creative. They were aggressive. That Jarvis Landry bomb. Come on to Odell. That was insane to start the game. And you're able to do that. Just unreal what they were able to do. And it was it was a great blend. Didn't lose track of the run um, and did what you had to do to, to keep uh, to, to keep pace and, and put the, the nail in the coffin when you needed to, man. Like that was Kevin Stefanski uh, through four games, Matt. I can't think of a, a better coach since Butch Davis, who is a defensive coach, maybe since, uh, uh, having a better and more impressive start to his Browns coaching career since 99. He looked like a genius because OBJ made an incredible play. Had that play gone too badly yeah. in the fourth quarter, oh, yeah. we might not be having this exact <laughs> conversation. Good to be lucky, lucky to be good, man. Right, how long? How long do we need the breaks? Yeah, it it took incredible courage to make that call, and he was lucky that it worked out because if that play went awry. That whole complexion of that game continues to go the other way. But, uh, yeah, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, and you got to be aggressive to to win it all. And we're that's the ultimate team goal is to be the last team standing, and you're not going to get there playing it safe. And Kevin Stefanski has shown that he's going to play it safe uh, and be on the game plan for most of the game, but he's not going to be afraid to stray from it a little bit and use some of the things that they practiced Mm -hmm. and try to take advantage of them. That was the problem last year is I don't know if you heard the, the, an interview with Todd Munkin, but he said the one thing that drove him completely nuts on game day was the fact that what they had worked on all week was never called. And some of this yep. crazy stuff that was called was never even a thought during the meetings. And it was chaos. we see the exact opposite this year with a new coach. We see a guy who's humble enough to ask for help and courageous enough to be aggressive and make the plays that need to be made to win games. It is. Make sure you get us on Twitter at AndyMC81 at Matt Jansen. Who gets your game ball, folks? Who gets it? You only got one in the Browns' 49-38 win over the Cowboys in Dallas. And, Matt, when you, you look at it, though, it's it's also putting your superstars in position to make plays. That's what superstars are supposed to do. That's what we're used to seeing on highlights or watching other games. Star players making star plays and winning games. We got that. That's what Odell Beckham Jr. is supposed to do, make spectacular contributions. We're not used to it, and he did. 
and the creativity with Jarvis Landry and the tough catches. Like just looking at the stat line, you don't think Landry did that much, but there was a couple catches when he had, um, was it uh, uh, Higgs or whatever, the, the rookie corner draped all over him and he pulled the ball down some key third down conversions. Like that was everybody came to play yesterday on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they did. And when it came time to, to step up, they did. I know the defense had a pretty miserable fourth quarter. <laughs> but when the Cowboys were driving late, they found a way to get a pick. Denzel. And they ended the ball game. I think Miles Garrett played oh. like a man who wanted to impress on his homecoming trip. And what a Lord knows he sure did. What a st- Another strip sack. Another one. Two sacks. Leads the league, folks. Listen. Okay. I don't know how I don't know how often we get to say this. League leader in sacks, Miles Garrett. Another two sacks, another strip sack, playing like an MVP, playing like a defensive player of the year candidate. He was all over it. Uh, I thought Vernon uh, had a, a nice game too, and Richardson. That defense was gassed by the end. I, th- I thought I saw Vernon like throwing up on the sideline, like he was absolutely drained. But they did just enough, Matt. They did enough. They bent. They broke. Sort of, and then they they held on, and Denzel Ward, we talked about it on the Friday show, or the Saturday show, the preview of what to expect out of Denzel Ward and being banged up. Boy, good to see what he can do in healthy. Denzel Ward was a a stud. Sendejo just sucks, except he did have that one helper. I think he caused a fumble, but overall, Matt, you got to get somebody else. You can't have this guy playing all the snaps. You just can't. I was just glad that Denzel Ward ducked on the first Cowboys touchdown because if he didn't, I think Sandeo would have knocked his head into tomorrow. (laughs) He came in like a missile, and I'm like, that's all we would need. This guy has been struggling the whole year, and he wipes out our number one corner, our only somewhat healthy corner that we have. That would have been just a coup de grace. But fortunately, uh, we were able to overcome that as a defense and got things going in the right direction. And ultimately we'll see, hopefully they get Ronnie Harrison up to speed sooner rather than later. We've been saying that for like three weeks now. Come on, come on, Ronnie. I got to think he's better than what we've seen. And if he's not, then that's, that's not good. No, like, yeah, it's been like three weeks. Okay. Come on. How complicated is this playbook? Put the dude out there. Let's go. Come on. He's better than Sandejo. Let's, let's just, let's just do this. Uh, we got to give credit to Matt. Hey, we rag on the, the position when they're bad. Cody Parkey again. Perfect. Two for two field goals. Five for five extra points. Dude was money. You needed him. You did it. You didn't have to think about the kicker, Matt. And we haven't been able to say that too often. You didn't. I, I started feeling not nervous when he came out, which is a big difference. Um, you know, kickers are strange beings sometimes, right? Sometimes it's just, it has to be the right situation. You have to be in the right headspace. And it seems like Cody Parkey is there. So full credit to him, man. In our group chat, we were joking the, uh, that I needed a Parkey jersey. I said, make it like erasable, make it like a peel off just in case. But Cody Parkey, come on. Yeah. Make it like the quarterback jersey yeah. that we're hopefully going to be able to bury burn into yeah. non-existence sooner exactly. rather than later. But that was that. That was for Cody Parkey. That was a, a great um, another another great game, and that's what you need from you. Kick, you, you just need you don't need the guy to make sixty five yard field goals. You need him to make the extra points. You need him to make the ones he needs to make, and he did. So good on you, Parkey. Good on you, uh, Donovan Peoples Jones taking kick and punt returns. That was interesting to see him 
uh, in there as well. Didn't do anything spectacular there, Matt, but I thought, hey, you know what? Bigger body, at least a different look. JoJo Natson wasn't doing anything, and he's gone for the year. So at least, you know, we'll, we'll see if Peoples-Jones can maybe, with that bigger frame, bust one at some point. The only thing I will say is that he he needs to understand that the ball is still oh. live until it crosses the goal line. Yep. So you might want to recover was those. <laughs> that, oh. was a, that was a, a rookie mistake, honestly. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we all can agree to that. But, that was, yikes, that was close. Um, young man, get on the ball. Get on the ball, buddy. <laughs> Please. Get on the ball. And Baker Mayfield again throwing for 30 or less times. That's the formula. What, who would have thought, Matt, if we would have said the Browns scored 49 points, we would think Baker Mayfield would have like 350 points or uh, yards. He had two touchdowns, again, second game in a row. No interceptions. 19 for 30. It was, uh, it was a game where, again, for Kevin Stefanski, the play calling. If this was last year or, or almost any year, quarterback would have thrown 50 times like Dak. Dak Prescott had 502 yards. Boy, if you had Dak Prescott on your fantasy team, four touchdowns, one pick, 502 yards, you're, you're feeling pretty good about that. But, man, like for Baker, it's efficient. And it showed Matt again that the offense, as Baker said, can you can sort you can dial it up in different ways. That's what I love about this team. It's different ways you can do it, and you just hope maybe through either uh, getting some healthy bodies back or maybe some sort of acquisition, the defense can just just get a bit better in that back end. You, you, you'd have something real special potentially. Yeah, they they really do have the makings of a, a overall a, a special team, and. I think they know that, and their mindset is is fantastic. They they understand that they have really good talent, and they understand it's been a long time since they've been three and one. Mm-hmm. But yeah. they're just looking at it as like, okay, first quarter is done. We got three more of these quarters to go here this season. Let's let's get after the Indianapolis Colts this week. You know that they're very business like, and I don't know that we've been able to say that about the Browns really at many points since they've been back since 99 specifically since about 09 on yeah. you haven't been able to say it till now no and that's that's good that's a product of their head coach and them taking on his mindset of hey yesterday was great but tomorrow's a bigger challenge and that every coach says that. Every coach says one game at a time. We're da, da, da. But, but okay, everyone says it, but then you don't see it. We're seeing it. Right. We're seeing it now. Very, very cool. So that's that's three and one. Uh up against the Colts. We'll have our preview show on Saturday come out here. Game ball time, Matt. Who gets your game ball for Browns 49-38 win over the Cowboys? I'm gonna give it to Miles Garrett. Nice. Can't blame me I think I, I was on the fence about this. I had two two possibilities, but I'm going to go with Miles. I think Miles has proven uh, that he's put last year's uh, issues in the in the rearview mirror, and he's full steam ahead and ready to deliver big time for this for this defense and for this team. And when Miles gets rolling, that's good for everybody because if he's not. He's really the only guy that we have that's a difference maker on that side of the ball. Oh, yeah. And we've seen over the last three weeks what kind of difference a healthy, focused, and maybe just a little bit pissed off Miles Garrett can do for this defense. <laughs> that's right. I love it. I'm going to give it to Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, that was a, a superstar game 
and the gu- type of guy you thought that you were getting. Now, uh, that doesn't mean you need three touchdown games every week. But he was a difference maker and at key points in the game. So that that's what I just I just love about it. And we'll we'll see what that does moving forward because that gives any other team a whole lot to think about. You can't just be like, all right, well, we'll just load up on the run. Uh, you, you got a little guy with three three letters that he goes by who can make a big difference that we saw OBJ. What a game. Three touchdowns. So OBJ gets my game ball. And uh, yeah, Matt, next, so on Saturday, we'll get everyone ready for the Colts. Any any final words of putting a bow on this one? No, I think we've covered it all. I think uh, the offensive line deserves a lot of credit. I think yep. Bill Callahan deserves a lot of oh, credit yeah. uh, for the way that he coaches that line. And I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do now when they're going to be really put to the test without one of their, their big horses behind them and Nick Chubb. And it's at home, 425. That's the Jim Nance-Romo game, right? That's the, a lot of eyes. We'll see what the Browns do at the spotlight. Now two games above 500. Browns win, victory Monday. Enjoy the week, folks. We will be back with you on Saturday. So for Matt Florjancic, get him on Twitter, at Matt Florjancic on Instagram, at Matt Flo Sports, myself, at AndyMCD1 on Twitter, at AndyMCSports on Instagram. We'll be back Saturday on the Doghouse, SB Nation, Dogs by Nature. Browns win it, 49-38. You've been listening to the Doghouse.